Stand up to intimidation. Negotiations are often riddled with subtle and not so subtle intimidation tactics designed to make the other person feel scared and unintelligent, and therefore less likely to continue engaging in the discussion at hand. You might make a point only to be met with a challenging retort like, Really? or Are you serious? People say these things in attempts to gain leverage. When this happens to you, do not feel obligated to add more reasoning to your point. Doing so will demonstrate a lack of confidence in your original argument. Is your argument so weak that you have to defend it at the first sign of a challenge? Calmly reply to intimidation tactics with confidence. Yes, I am serious, and those are my reasons. Will suffice. A confident response like this will cause the other person's side of the argument to appear weak. Intimidation is not a counter-argument. If someone were so sure that your argument was poor, then they would provide a solid counter-argument against it. Start with familiarity. Often, people resist ideas simply because they are unfamiliar with the concepts being proposed. They may want to do research for themselves before agreeing to a proposal. You can minimize this resistance by beginning discussions with topics that others are likely to be familiar with. Start conversations with small talk concerning highly relatable topics like weather and current events. Then, once you establish that your thoughts are relatable, you can move on to the more nuanced discussion regarding the real issue at hand. Avoid all ambiguity. Language is often ambiguous. Words take multiple meanings. Each person may have their own slightly unique idea of what a word means. For example, you can refer to a person as mad. One person hearing this may imagine him as angry, while another gets the idea that he is insane. Furthermore, you could run a marathon. Are you in charge of the marathon, or are you competing in it? Ambiguity leads to misunderstandings and miscommunications. For the most effective communication, consciously navigate around ambiguities by including both context and words with clear definitions in your communication. Collaborate. Don't compete. Debaters and negotiators engage in their discussions because they want something to change, whether it be the status quo, one salary, or a legal policy at least one side of the conversation wants to alter the way things are. As such, debaters and negotiators often imply that the other side of the conversation is their opponent. What you should instead do is frame the problem as your opponent. Frame the negotiation as a collaboration in which both sides work together to make sure both sides leave the agreement satisfied. Competitors tend to adopt hostile, tense body language as they prepare to attack and defend, verbally in your case. Relax, and adopt the mindset that your conversational partner is your ally. Humility Humility rules negotiation. Arrogance often leads to aggression and hostility. Until proven otherwise, you and your ideas are no better than the next person's, and vice versa. Remember, conversation is never a competition. Your conversational partner needs to believe that you are not a threat to his or her image. Listen. Don't plot. 
Many conversers make the unfortunate error of coming up with their next words to be spoken rather than focus on the words of the person talking to them. Listen. Additionally, do not switch subjects without resolving the one currently being discussed. This shows not only a lack of listening ability, but a lack of interest in the other person's ideas.